John O'Ben and Sharon. Of course, just John O'Ben and Sharon is away on maternity leave uh, yesterday. Well, she's still got their baby issue. Sharon was going to hold her back, mate. She was due back at work yesterday. Sharon wasn't there to read Scandal. It was a shambles. We tried to take Scandal to the street. Today, we're taking it to the street again, but Shortland Street. Yeah, we've got one of the most loved characters in Shortland Street coming in to read. Do they know they're reading Scandal? They thought they were just coming in for an <laughs> I don't interview. Know. They're yeah. filling in for Sharon today. We're about to blindside <laughs> their ass when they walk in here. Uh, also, yesterday, we met Tai Airangi, road worker, who we bumped into over the holidays. He wants to get a pack tattoo portrait of Ben and myself. We're trying to convince him not to do it. We offered him $500 yesterday not to do it. Now, he had 24 hours to think about it. Next, we're going to give him a call and find out if he's going to take $500 to not get a tattoo of the two of us on his back. Surely he will, right? It's a good... I don't know. I don't. Well, I hope not for the sake of our content, Ben, because we need we need to fill a lot of breaks between now and the end of the week. So let's, I don't know. The part of me doesn't want him to do it, but there's a large part of me, professionally speaking, that does want him to say yes. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, yesterday, if you tuned into the show, uh, you'll know that we met someone over summer who wanted to do... No, so- firstly, yesterday, if you tuned into the show, you would have gone top-notch broadcasting. Oh, okay, yeah. High-quality... Radio. You obviously didn't listen to the podcast. In my head, we nailed it. <laughs> uh, well, as well as doing um, top-notch radio, question mark, uh, we met Ty, and if you missed it, here's what he wanted to do. Yesterday, road worker Ty Irangi revealed what sort of tattoo he was wanting to get. I really want to get a John and Ben tattoo done on my back. So he wants a back tattoo. He wants a back portrait tattoo, Ben. Is, it, is your aim to just have the worst New Zealanders tattooed on your body? <laughs> <laughs> but Jono and Ben offered Ty an old Ty matum. So we will give you $500, Ty, to, mm. to not tattoo our faces on your back. We're paying you not to do this. It's a bit tempting, but uh, I'll think about it. Okay, Ty, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, my friend. The 24 hours is up. Will Ty make the worst decision of his life? Or will he come to his senses and leave Jono and Ben without any content for the rest of the week? Let's find out. Across live to Ty on the Ty line. That's a very industry gag. Yeah, I was only, a, only a very specific amount of people will not even appreciate, really. No. no. <laughs> Ty, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good to have you on. Great pun name you've got, too. Ty. Great you've got. Pad Ty, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah. Bow ties. Suit and tie. Big Ben Tie. Big Ben Tie. Oh, I don't know. What, what, I like Big Ben Tie. We'll call you Big Ben Tie from now on. Uh, okay, Tie. It's been 24 hours. We offered you $500 not to make this horrible life decision of tattooing a, uh, a portrait of Ben and myself on your back. What conclusion have you come to after meeting with your friends and family? Well, seriously, uh, the money sounds good, but mate, um, I, uh, I love you guys. I, I want to get this tattoo done and. He's forging ahead. He's got to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. $500 would be round about the price of the tattoo. You'd know. You'd know, wouldn't you, Jono? Although I don't think you pay any money for yours, do you? <laughs> oh, that was a burn. That was an unnecessary burn, wasn't oh, it? Oh. I'll move on from that, Dick. Okay, Ty. Uh, so $500, you're saying no. Well, our bribes to stop you from making this decision, they don't stop there. Uh, after 5 o'clock... We have something else we'd like to offer you on top of the $500. Okay. Uh, to stop you from getting this tattoo. And someone from your life that we've managed to get hold of to try and convince you not to do this. What, what has been the reaction from your family? Uh, pretty stunned. Uh, to be honest, they don't, they don't really think it's a good idea, but, mate, it's, it's, it's my body, I guess. 
Do any of them have any idea who we are? <laughs> that's the first question. I feel them. I feel them do. I feel okay. them do. Okay, that's a start. That's something. At least you're not having to explain the whole thing. They know who we are, and then they've decided that's a horrible decision. <laughs> that's true. All right, Ty, uh, we'll talk to you after five and see if we can convince you not to get this uh, portrait tattoo of us on your back. No worries, mate. Get on you, Ty. And next on the show, my sister managed to take something off a very famous person without them even knowing. We'll find out what it is next on The Edge. You. Maybe you were needed up there, but we're still unaware. That's why. It is The Edge. Jono Ben and Sharon Edge here in Small Bump. Uh, now my sister uh, works up north uh, at a restaurant and had someone very famous come into the restaurant. Oh, really? And managed to get... It's amazing the amount of famous people who sneak in and out of New Zealand. You don't even know about. No, I've, t- I've spoken at length <laughs> at many times <laughs> about the secret airport. There's a secret airport <laughs> where famous people come in and come yeah. out. But you know how I've spoken about it every time <laughs> I, I do. Ben <laughs> sighs. If Sharon was here, she'd be sighing and mocking. No, Karen, tell us more about the secret oh, I've airport. Told, I've, I've you told name them. it. You, they've come through. The secret of the airport's got its own... Oh, no, I'm getting into it. <laughs> as soon as I start about the secret airport, it's got its own little customs area. Own customs officer, little bar, coming. Own little skin. <laughs> once again, once it starts, I can't stop. Go on, Ben, continue on. Uh, but my sister had a, a famous person come through um, her restaurant and managed, well, got her signatures. Now, she says accidentally. She accidentally got it, so she didn't ask for the person's no, signature. No, accidentally got the signature, but but now carries it around in her in her handbag. As a badge of honour. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to bring Amelia on the phone. You there, Amelia? Yeah. So um, who was the famous person you had in the restaurant? Al McPherson. Ooh, international supermodel. Now, yeah. business entrepreneur in the underpant world. <laughs> That's right. And you, and you say you accidentally got her signature, yet you still carry it around uh, with you everywhere you go. In my wallet, yes. Yeah. So you w- secretly wanted her signature, <laughs> but work rules probably meant you couldn't ask for the signature? Yeah, well, I didn't ask, no. All I said is I asked her to sign her credit card receipt. And she didn't look, and she signed her food receipt. And I was like, oh, look, I'm really sorry. You're going to have to sign this other piece of paper. And then I thought, well, what am I going to do with that one? Put it in my wallet <laughs> and talk about it on the radio. There's the I answer to that. that one. <laughs> and I even got a, a, another receipt that actually has her name on it. So it's, it's pure legit, yeah. <laughs> so for a combination of three or four receipts, you have Al McPherson's signature. And she also had her Al McPherson handbag as well, so I did know it was her. Oh, there you go. Well, you definitely know it was her. She was wearing Al McPherson underpants. Possibly. Seal, possibly. Seal Hello, I'm Al McPherson. I feel like the next thing you're going to say is, hey, listen, I've got 24 different receipts. Uh, one's got E on it. The other's got LL, then E. <laughs> that's, a cool bit of, that's a cool bit of memorabilia, though. It is, yeah, and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to. I'm owning it now. Um, the obvious question: she was, she was lovely. She was nice. She was lovely. Yeah, she, yeah, she, lo- she liked to have dessert where, where I work. So. Oh, shaming I'm a person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks amazing. Oh, I'll tell you what, she hoed down on the old dessert. She can help it at all. No. I thought, hmm, moment on the lips. <laughs> no shit. Hey. No, no, did you have other famous people who have come through the restaurant? Yeah, we've had um, the the guy from Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. We had him. Oh, lovely. And we had Matilda from The Bachelor. Mm. We've had the previous Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jenny Shipley. She comes in quite often. Oh, gee, there we go. Yeah. The so who's we're pretty who? Up there. <laughs> we're pretty up there. <laughs> You've been getting receipts from them as well? <laughs> no, no, no. This is the first time I've done it. Yeah, it's been, it's been hey, thank you very much, Amelia. 
No worries. Good on you, mate. Good on you. In fact, I won't hurry the edge. Let's open this up, eh? What is the, the, the most bizarre piece of memorabilia that you have from a famous yeah. person? Do you know that when uh, Justin Bieber came on our TV show, because like, he was backstage and he had, you know, like water and bits and pieces. I was like, oh, I'll keep the, the bottle of water that he'd I put it on my desk at work, cleaners threw it out the next day. I don't know what I was going to do with it. What did you want with a used bottle of water? Oh, of course, Bieber's used it. I thought Bieber's used it. Maybe I could hold on to it. It's kind of a cool little story. And then, But the cleaner's like, oh, there's a half bottle of water there. So he blew his nose on this tissue. <laughs> um, I thought I'd better keep it just for a bit of memorabilia. Okay. I've got it pinned to my wall. That's a bit weird. My right. Bieber shrine. All right, there you are. Your weird bit of memorabilia you've kept. Uh, oh, it hurt to the edge. Well, it's a story that we chose not to keep the memorabilia in the end, but um, I worked at a breakfast restaurant in Christchurch and we had the famous Jerry Brownlee come in. Oh, um, Jerry, yes, the uh, the MP, yeah. earthquake minister. Yes, yeah, earthquake yeah. minister. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we um, have served on all the tables. We have whipped butter and we quite often have to warn people that it's not cream to put in their coffees. Um, anyway, just as I went over and warned him that it wasn't whipped, uh, that it was in fact butter, I watched him pick up a whole teaspoon of it, the whole thing, and put it in his mouth and eat it. And we sat there just staring at the spoon the whole time. She Somebody was like, mentioned that we should keep it and we chose not to. Oh, true, because it would be like, oh, this wasn't quite what I expected to eat. Yeah, some people kind of taste a little bit, but he did the whole spoonful. It was, yeah, pretty interesting. But... Well, the, the, the thing is, too, once you, once you do that, you want to save face. <laughs> you don't want to look like you've eaten the wrong like, thing. Mm, I love that whipped butter. Yeah, he had no facial expression at all. It was quite yeah. cool. There you go, Jerry Bradley eating a spoonful of butter. Oh, you could have kept that spoon. You could have framed it. Yeah. Oh, we so thought about it. But the, the thing is that you were saying this before while the song was playing, Jono, but you'd often it's hard to prove that celebrity actually used it, right? Unless they sign yeah. it. Do you know Do you know? Can I admit something horrible that I did? Uh, okay. <laughs> When I, I was working at another radio station mm. and uh, someone I loosely knew, she was like, oh, my brother. Um, huge fan of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you, I, I can guess what you've done. And I said, hi, listen. Well, I'm going to interview the Foo Fighters. You're you know a safe pair of hands. You'll get the, the, the signature. I'll be you. Yeah. I've got the, I'll get a special vinyl. I've got a special vinyl. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Took it to the interview. And I was, I was like, to, to be fair to me, I was concentrating on the interview. And then I walked out of there. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. See what I had to do? Yeah. I had to Google Dave Roll's signature. <laughs> oh, no. But, oh, you're still there. Yeah, hi. No, you're still there. You're disappointed. I could hear you in a faint, in a faint tone going, oh, no. Yeah, like, what sort of person would do that? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, very convincing. I tell you what, if I ever need to be Dave Grohl getting a mortgage. He's <laughs> in New Zealand next week. Maybe you can sign him up for something. Yeah, okay, there you go. Hey, thank you for listening. You have a lovely day. <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> for a very, very long time. You know, you can listen through the radio, not just yeah. stay on hold. Hey, hanging up's your choice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Lovely to talk, yeah. Oh, wait, the Edge, strangest bit of memorabilia you've got? I've got a denim uh, fun hat from when I was, like, a little kid. From signed by Carlos Spencer when he was a blues player. A, oh. de- a denim sun hat. <laughs> denim. Denim. You tried to bring a, a denim sun hat in last year, John. Yeah, you? I tried to wear a denim sun hat, and then someone accused me of looking like an overage person at a rave trying to sell party pills to kids.
hold on. Did you have the little white daisies on it too? Oh, did you have white daisies? The thing with kids, though, <laughs> is they get they get swept up and just get anything signed. Yeah, like all sorts of clothing. Like if you <laughs> if you you know kids are coming. Look, mum, this T-shirt I got. Bloody one of the block team to sign all over the front of my T-shirt. Like, do you know how much freaking nappy sand that is going to take to get Ling and Zing signature out of your T-shirt? You little. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, here's a message to the kids. Hey, just don't get swept up with the You don't need all of the cast members of the block all over you, scribbled all I over feel your like T-shirt. You've probably signed your fair share of kids' T-shirts. And every time I've gone, I'm going to ruin this T-shirt. You don't need a low wrench crap liberty like me with writing all over your T-shirt. Anyway, that's the end of my rant. Quite a ranty break there for me, wasn't it? John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. Last night I was uh, required to put together a bookshelf. Now I'm not. I'm not a. You know, I'm not a handy person. No, I'm. I'm, I'm in the same category. Yeah. Not good at that thing. I'm happy to admit it as well. Yeah. I know some. Some people don't want to admit that they're not handy people, but I'm not. I'm just not, not my thing. No. Hey, radio announcing. Again, not my thing. <laughs> TV presenting. Once again, maybe it's not my thing. Maybe one day I will find my thing. Happy to admit it, not your thing. Exactly. Yeah. At least I'm happy to admit it. Yeah. Jen's like, okay, I need to put together this bookshelf, and I've been. I've been procrastinating for weeks. I was meant to do it in December. I was like, yeah, I'll get round to it, babe. Okay? And talk like that too. <laughs> yeah, I'll get round to it, babe. <laughs> and uh, so last night I was like, oh, okay, I'll try and knock this book. How hard can it be to put together a kit set bookshelf? It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's so tough. tough. <laughs> so it comes with an instruction manual and it's still tough. It's like trying to solve the Da Vinci Code or something, like, isn't it? You're why, like, why is this so tough? <laughs> yeah. You have to put in... Uh, do you find like whenever you do something like that, you have like three or four like screws left over? You're like, this is where I was leading to. <laughs> oh, I got, to, I got to this. Thanks for, thanks for ruining oh, the end of my sorry. story, Ben. You know how radio school? They're like, hey, we'll just do a tell a story, then you can leave it to the radio, end. Radio, not my thing either. <laughs> Happy to admit it. <laughs> I get to the end of the bookshelf. Yeah, I have. Seven different screws left. I always go. There must be spares. Like there Again, must be. Ben, this is <laughs> this is this is what I was going to lead to. But you, you seem to have oh, come and oh, shut, up, shut up. You do you, you do your story, mate. You do you. Well, you've done me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You've done me before I could even do me. Okay. okay. You know, I wanted to do myself. Okay. Okay. At the end, but well, I mean, you've seen it. <laughs> Isn't that the go-to though? Where you're like, oh, there must be spears. Yeah. And it's like, why would there be spears? Why would they just have a range of mismatched screws that, for some reason, the manufacturer thought, oh, they'll need spears of these. Chuck a couple in there. They might lose one in the uh, building process. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell Jen's like looking at me, and she's like, I know what she's thinking. They don't make spears. <laughs> do they? Great play from the company, though, to put some in as spears. That's what they need to do. Here's a message to all the manufacturers out there who mm. make kit set things. Put some spears in so that there is actually a legitimate <laughs> excuse for, for nimwits like myself and Ben. Uh, at the end of the process. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. Anything else you want to add to, to the end of this? Oh, I think you've said it all for me. <laughs> okay, okay. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Of course, uh, Sharon away on a maternity leave. Mm. Uh, we tried to do Scandal yesterday. Which Apparently is... it guarantees your time off if oh, you have a baby. Even, <laughs> don't even go there. Don't even go there. <laughs> we were, so yesterday we uh, we were caught off guard, weren't we, Ben? We, we hadn't organised anyone to fill in for Sharon for Scandal. Well, this is her entertainment news, her beloved entertainment segments. And uh, so then we went to the people of the street. They were... No, it wasn't Excruciatingly great. disappointing. <laughs> uh, they can have a good long hard look at themselves. We got dragged into the boss's office today and we said, don't worry, because today have we upped our game. We have. Mm. 
Oh, this is Ben. You can introduce. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is where I throw it to you to introduce our, our wonderful scandal fill in today. Hey, you'll know her from uh, Nurse Kylie. Uh, she plays on Shortland Street. Kerry Lee, how's it going? Hello. Good to have you on. Yeah. Kerry Lee. Hey, guys. Yeah. We've been looking at your Instagram today. Why? Is that a weird thing to do? That's quite a weird thing to is do. Is that a weird thing to say? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we haven't been doing that. <laughs> well, it depends on what context that you've been looking at. What did you find today? <laughs> no, I was, I was very... Is that a bad thing That's to say? That sounds weird, though, what you're saying. Oh, it? it looked like you went on a, uh, an amazing trip recently through somewhere in Europe. Yes, I did five countries in five weeks with my friend. It was, that is inc- where did you go to? It was, it was rapid, but yeah. um, it was it was great. Um, Italy, France, Croatia, Greece, and Spain. I've been to Palmerston North. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell of a place. <laughs> Send the town clock there. <laughs> it's must nice. see, must see. Are <laughs> uh, you looking forward to doing Scandal for us this afternoon? I mean, let's let's do it and have a and, and see. You just yeah. said you're the least Hollywood person Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. I don't know the majority of these people I'm talking about. So great. Perfect. Yeah. Can't wait. Let me just say you'll do useless in the crapos we had on the show yesterday. <laughs> oh. Okay, take it away, Kirili. Matthew Lewis, who played Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter movies, has confessed during filming the films he mm. had a major crush on Emma Watson, who of course played Hermione. Do you have any crushes on anyone at Shortland Street? Um, That's quite a personal question. Yeah, quite personal. Hey, yeah, yeah. No, but no, I don't. Anyway, the crush lasted for a few years. If you were to have a crush on someone at Shortland Street. Oh, there you go. This is why work. people don't want to come in and be with us. <laughs> no, you don't have to ask I definitely won't be asking that question. <laughs> the crush lasted a few years until he was 14 on Valentine's Day, the young cast used to write love letters to each other, and he always wrote one for her. Oh, oh. isn't nice? It must happen quite a bit, though, because you get relationships you sort of Absolutely. blossom through acting, right? Yeah, no, I imagine they do. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying that like there's some stuff going on, <laughs> and then you're giving me the don't talk <laughs> about no, it. Like, don't do that. <laughs> you're doing the hand across the throat oh. thing. No, we won't, we won't, we won't elaborate okay. on that. Uh, yeah. What else is scandal there, bud? All right, uh, actress Olivia Munn has squashed rumours that she's dating Chris Pratt by revealing text messages that she sent to his ex-wife Anna Faris. Is that it? Anna Faris? Yeah. 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 Cool. Who put those? Who made those public? <laughs> I think Olivia did because there's a lot of rumours going around that uh, she was seeing Chris Pratt so she was like hey this is not happening. Here's some texts I've been texting between me and Anna Faris. Okay. But, in the, but in the past right? This is no this is oh, like she, she oh. was just accused of this recently because of course they split up. Hey Kerry Lee who um, <laughs> plays Kylie on Shaw Street. Do this. your research, mate. If you're coming in here. I Google photos, okay? Yeah. Spouting off all this Hollywood gossip. Yeah. But you believe it, don't you? Yeah, we, we do. do believe it. We do. Oh, we're back, back after four o'clock. Fantastic job. Good debut. Good debut. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, as you know, I've got a, um, a fluffy Samoid dog. Love him very much, I boy. love your fluffy Samoid, Ben. <laughs> One of my favourite parts about you. That little fluffy Samoid of yours. <laughs> what, what, what do you this is your dog, Red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great dog, Bo. Oh. And so on the weekend, I was Taking Bo, you know, down the road to the dog park. You know, you let them, let them run around with other dogs, have a great time. What's the okay? What's the humping quota at a dog park? <laughs> Must be out of control. You've got what thirty dogs there at once. I'm imagining in a small confined space. There's a lot of butt sniffing. Yeah, <laughs> worse, than, worse than pubescent teenage, teenage boys' dogs. And there's a lot of urinating. You know, that's what dogs they love to. They love to, as the guy said the other day. I mean, he loved, they love to do their pee mail. Their pee mail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they check their pee mail and they do it, in the, and they do it in public, and they yeah, you know, they go and they do it. But the thing about dogs, though, is they have no shame doing that. 
But then when it comes to number two, oh, yeah. oh all the shame in the world. <laughs> so why do you not have a problem doing that in public? However, the other part when nature calls, you're like... Don't look at me. <laughs> coward over and frightened like you've committed a heinous crime. Now, um, the dog the other day was uh, at the dog park and, and went to the bathroom. And I was standing next to another guy who had another dog there. And he was like, oh, is that your dog, is it? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's my dog. And he's like, oh, look at him. He's peeing like a girl. I was like, what? And it was like, I hadn't even thought about this before, but um, our dog, Bo, just likes, you know, he doesn't cock his leg up, you know, like. <laughs> oh, he's a sitter. <laughs> he just sort of squats. Oh, he does yeah. his thing. I was like, hey, it's 2018, mate. We can, you, dogs. Can, you do you. Do you. <laughs> well, yeah, why does it matter? But he was sort of stuck. So dog, did you get dog shaving? <laughs> I got a little bit of dog shaving about my dog sort of, you know. Oh, you pee like a bloody girl. <laughs> squatting. I was like, I don't know, do what he wants. I don't mind. I love my dog all the same. I didn't realise that you could pee incorrectly as a dog. Well, I, I thought if it came out, it was a win. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, it's not like we had to potty train the dog, you know, so we, yeah. it's not like I was out in the backyard going, here's what you do. I mean, I do, as a human, I do it. You know, yeah. I like to sit. If there's an option to sit, yeah. I'm a sitter. And it's like, well, if the dog wants to do this, then that's fine. But well, well, that's let's what I think. phone a vet. Are you meant to train your dog to pee like it's gender? Yeah. And see uh, if, there's actually, if you've let your dog down in any way then. Welcome to the Alistair Veterinary Centre. Speaking of Sandy. It's John and Ben calling from the Edge Radio Station. How's it going? I'm good, thank you. So Ben's got a hairy little Samoyed. I've got a dog, a Samoyed, yeah, and, and I've been dog shamed in the weekend by someone who's saying that my male dog was not peeing properly. Saying it was peeing like a girl. He was, he, was, he, was, he was squatting. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. It's 2018. The dog can pee how he wants to pee. But I just want to know, should I have taught my dog how to pee or is he fine to do what he wants? I think you'd have problems trying to teach him how to pee, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know yeah. if, like ben, if like ben was worried that he, it was meant to train his dog how to do it. How are you planning, well, on, <laughs> how are you planning on showcasing to your dog how, how he was meant to pee? Were well, you going to get on your knees? That <laughs> I'd really like to see. But if he's been neutered quite early, then often and they will just squat like a girl. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, um, older male dogs, sometimes it can take them to nine months or 12 months of age before they learn to lift the leg and find a good tree or a pole or somebody's leg. Yeah. Do they do it from watching other dogs? Are they like, oh, that's, no, that's what he's doing? or just? it's usually just intuitive. I don't <laughs> think it's necessary as long as he's got a good stream. Either way, it's fine in this day and age. He's happy. He's happy. Yeah, he's a happy dog. I'm pleased about that. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, very helpful. Enjoy your, enjoy your day at the vet. Thank Thank you very much. It made my afternoon. Oh, lovely, lovely. You must have been having a shitty afternoon. (laughs) Thank you, John and Ben. It's been really hot here in Invercargill. I love your work. Okay, thank you. I will, and I do. Okay, thank you, guys. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, The Edge. So we uh, had a bit of a funny incident before the show where there's a garage downstairs at work, and uh, if that garage could talk... There's stuff that's gone on down in that garage. It's very, um, like, it's a very narrow garage, too, as far as all. They've jammed as many car parks as they can into this garage, right? <laughs> to the point where you struggle to open your car door if there's a car parked next to you. Yeah. And we uh, we arrived there, <laughs> and we saw a poor, some poor young, some poor young promo intern. Yeah. <laughs> He had parked uh, one of the station vehicles. I think it was the rock vehicle, was it? Yeah, this is the rock. Yeah, the rock. He parked one of the station vehicles in the car park. And the car next to him was very tight. <laughs> in. But, I mean, what option do you have? You need to park the car, so he needed to get into that space. So he parked in, like, well, I wouldn't say comfortably parked, but he was in there, right? So mm. it wasn't like... So I'm gathering he climbed out of the window. 
So he's climbed out of the driver's window. He couldn't really open he the door. He couldn't really open the door. And he's gone, okay, well, this is a good escape. I've climbed out of the window. And we walked in. And he's wedged. <laughs> his body is wedged in between the two cars. He, he's stuck. He can't actually These are stationary cars. He's in there. And we're like, oh, hey, mate, do you want a hand? Are you all good? He looked like he'd been there a while. <laughs> he looked like James James Franco maybe 12 hours into that movie, 127 hours. Uh, but he, I think it was, you know, when you're like, you kind of get a bit funny that you're in trouble. Mm. So he was like, no, I'm good. I'm all good. All good. He was too polite. So we're yeah. like, we can help you get out of here. No, I'm fine. I'm, he didn't look fine. He didn't look. Like, <laughs> he didn't look like he was moving. He wasn't crushed or anything, but he, he needed just... to be greased up <laughs> to get his way out of there. <laughs> needed to get some CRC and spray it all over him because then we went up the stairs and we're like, mm, Not... I still don't feel comfortable <laughs> no. leaving him there. <laughs> so we gave it a few more minutes and then we went back down there. <laughs> he was still, <laughs> still, there. still there, and we're like. Are you okay? Like, are you okay? Because we are. We're here to help. Yeah. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. So that was five minutes. It might have been four or five minutes after we had initially asked him. Oh, he was. He might, he might even st- be still down there. I don't know. I feel bad leaving him there. But oh, we, what can you do? You can only. You can't keep offering help. To someone who doesn't want it. I think he. I think we may read about him on the news. <laughs> he might go missing people, missing person. If you're missing anyone in your family, well, he, he, he may be wedged between two rock vehicles downstairs. Uh, oh, and under the edge is the phone number. Are you missing someone? No. Are you missing a loved one? We want to know, uh, where's the, the the weirdest place you've been stuck? Like, have you been stuck? You, is, is, can we find a stranger location than between two parked cars? Oh, wait, under the edge of the phone number, 3343 on the text. We'll get to that next time. Someone needs to give that man some food. The Edge has your tickets to the biggest party of 2018. The HSBC, New Zealand Sevens. Up for grabs, full weekend passes and access to an exclusive Edge champagne breakfast to kick off your... John, I've been in Sharon now over summer. John and I met a guy named Ty who uh, wanted to get uh, something of us. He's a road worker. Have a, have a listen to what Ty wants. Yesterday, road worker Ty Irangi revealed what sort of tattoo he was wanting to get. I really want to get a John and Ben tattoo done on my back. So he wants a back tattoo. He wants a back portrait tattoo, Ben. Is, it, is your aim to just have the worst New Zealanders tattooed on your body? <laughs> <laughs> but Jono and Ben offered Ty an old Ty meetup. So we will give you $500, Ty, to, mm. to not tattoo our faces on your back. We're paying you not to do this. It's a bit tempting, but uh, no. I think about it. Okay, Ty, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, my friend. The 24 hours is up. Will Ty make the worst decision of his life? Or will he come to his senses and leave Jono and Ben without any content for the rest of the week? Ty! So at three o'clock we spoke to you, Ty, and you said that you well you could tell us what you said. No, I'm, I'm going with the tattoo, mate. No, nope. he's going to get the stinking. <laughs> we want to give you another offer to maybe walk away from this, okay? So we okay. have um, we have someone from your life on the phone. Please say hello uh-huh. to Ty. Uh, hello, Ty. That's right. That's right. <laughs> It's your mistress. It's <laughs> <laughs> mistress. It's, it's your, your mistress. better half. We've tracked down your mistress. This is wife. Oh, oh we're, not, we're doing the mistress tomorrow, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, Jason. You're dead, mate. <laughs>
Okay, there's not, well, as far as we know, there's nothing going on. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing we, that's questionable Let's is just the say he's a very busy man. <laughs> no, no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Starlet, this is, this is your wife. Uh, you've obviously heard about uh, what Ty wants to do. Yes, I have. And your thoughts? My first thought was, what the hell are you thinking? Second thought was, who the hell are they? <laughs> no, my second thought was, I'm a bigger fan of Jono and Ben than he is. I think we've probably found the only two people <laughs> yeah, who enjoy so. our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is not true. How do you feel about his decision? Because you, you, we've got you on to try and talk him out of it. Well, like I said to him, you know, if I get sick of his face, I have two vanilla faces to look at. So, are you backing him? So to speak. Well, it's taken me a while to actually accept that it's happening. Okay. Because we, uh, on top of the 500, want to offer Ty some other stuff to back out of this decision. Oh. Okay. On top of the 500, tickets to Macklemore. Tickets to Bruno Mars. <laughs> Okay. Oh, they got them. Oh, they got them. Okay. Ticket, two tickets to The Gun Show. <laughs> Which I hear is great. <laughs> Coming soon. Tickets available for The Gun Show. Get them now. Ticketmaster. Being quick. Visa pre-sale is open now. Uh, how does that sound on top of the 500 tie? We will give you 24 hours to uh, have a marital discussion and come back to us. We'll hear Ty's decision tomorrow, uh, if not the last-ditch attempt is to uh, offer up Ben's house. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. So, um, you know, on, on social media, DMs, you slide in someone's DMs, direct messages, but we thought we'd try and How do many th- DMs are you sliding, mate? <laughs> you slide some DMs? <laughs> no. no. But not, no, not in a, like a uh, slide into there. It's just, you know... You slide, you slide some. Yeah, I'd imagine you're a slide, slider of a DM every now and then. Yeah, now and yeah. again. Cheeky DM. Who was the last person you did a slide to? Who was the last oh person you slid God. a DM to? Oh, I don't know. I know you tried really to boring. Instagram KJ Arthur and he never got back to you. No, that, was a lovely, that was a lovely message. That was just a positive message. Yeah. They don't all have to be like weird, they can just be positive. That's fine. I don't even see the. I don't even see you. You made it weird. sound weird. Anyway, direct messages. We thought we'd do the radio version. Mm. Okay, because normally you have a middleman. You have your middle. Per, it's twenty eighteen. A middle lady. Middle. Whatever. Jesus. <laughs> how inside you? How inside the PC world are you? This middle person. It didn't even to be. Didn't even to be a human being. Hey, dogs. Dogs. Dogs can work now. They got hands. They can answer phones. Mate? They could do. They want to? It's 2018. Dogs are the fun. Uh, so we're going to plants pl- too. <laughs> Could have a plant in there doing the producing bin. Don't want to offend the plant community, mate. <laughs> anyway, you're railroading this. Uh, so we're going to go direct. Direct. No one's going to answer the phone, be it a, a man, a female, a plant, a dog, whatever. Mm. Whatever you say, we'll just go straight on the radio. Oh, jeez. I tell you what, this, as a semi professional radio announcer, <laughs> this makes parts of my body pucker up. So Ryan, the boss, is not here. No. So we've got Dean, who's... Uh, <laughs> stepping into the management position. Okay, guys. <laughs> See what happens. Ryan goes home early, you step into the management position. And then you guys pull this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah no, great. You, you, you're nervous about going live to the phones. I 100% am. Mm. Yeah, that just doesn't... That seems like a... 
a really risky idea, especially on... <laughs> like a little especially on, Just on the afternoon that Ryan happens to have gone and maybe if something goes wrong at the station, it falls back on me, the second in charge guy. Just I think people are responsible uh, these days. I don't know. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Whatever you call up, there's no... Do an impr- like, do something that's... There's no middleman, woman, dog, plant to stop you. <laughs> you can cut them off at some stage, though, can't you? Okay, I can be responsible for cutting them off. <laughs> Let's just do a quick tester. If okay. we went to the phones live, now what would be said? I eat ass. Oh, oh, okay, that's not a great start. Okay, okay. okay. I think that's that segment done. No, 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 no. That's it. We are doing no, it. No, we're not. Oh, wait, out of the edge. No, I'm not Next. doing it. No. We are going no. live to the no. phones. That's anything to go by. No way. Yes, we've got to give into it. No, we've we're got to it. it. We gave it a test. It wasn't good. Steph from the night show, she's nodding. She's nodding behind um, the corner. She's saying do it. Okay, no, 0800 Steve, Steve, I'm wondering Steve's if I might, um, I might bugger Steve off eight. and delegate to third in, in charge. You're third in charge now. <laughs> I'm okay. out. So okay, whatever happens after the break, is, I'm going to go. So <laughs> We uh, go live to the phones next. No. John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. People aren't responsible enough to do it. It's like, this is why we can't have nice things. Welcome along to, uh, well, this is your idea. I well, no, know. I thought that people, yeah, I thought yeah. people would be like, this is not, this is not what I intended it to be. Okay, this is uh, sliding in the DMs. The radio version, where uh, usually, Ben, you've mentioned before that there's, you know, there's the middle person. Yeah. Uh, not a middle man, not a middle woman. <laughs> Could be a middle plant, middle dog. We've discussed Just this. the person that would normally answer the phone calls. And screen your call. Screen with your worthy of going on the nationwide airwaves, you know. We, don't, we want to get rid of them. We want to get rid of them. We just want to come straight to you. We want a direct line to you, <laughs> oh, no. live on the radio. No, because you had one chance before, and... and it was a sham. Hey, God, there, was, there may be some arse-based conversation <laughs> that came through, and so we, did, we got off to a shaky start, granted, but I have faith in people. No. I have faith in people. So if you're listening, no, if we're going to, like, don't obviously, but if you're with kids or if they just turn the okay. radio off, uh, we'll just, close uh, to another station, there's better stuff going on. Oh, 800 The Edge, okay? <laughs> if you want to say anything on the radio right now, you can. Now, bearing in mind, you know, this is, this is a, a privilege. You could maybe advertise something, say to someone you love them. Doesn't necessarily all have to be a message to someone saying them. Come yeah. on, dinner's be ready at, at six o'clock. Yeah. In the same breath, if you do have sensitive, <laughs> no. if you do have sensitive ears in the car, all right, you may want to. You know, give examples of what other stuff you could do. So eight hundred the edge. I don't think this is a good idea. This is direct messaging the radio this live. Not, this is not a three strike system. This is one strike out. Okay, I'll be the judge of that. No, no. Ju- have some I'll faith. Be, I'll be mashing the keypad because you you don't let me touch the buttons. The funny thing is, Ben doesn't know to work the phone, so he just ends up pushing every button with his hands. So eight hundred the edge. If you want to direct message the radio, we go live to the phones now. Oh, God. The edge, hello. Hey, Jono. Hey, mate, what do you want to say, buddy? I've got a problem. Okay, ben, no, do you want no, to get... No, 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 he did. I did. He put a dagger in his Oh, house. might I remind you of the time he broke my <laughs> collarbone? Like, everyone's forgo- everyone seems to have forgotten about that. Oh, my gosh. So they healed? It healed? Yeah, so did your house. <laughs> okay. Um, I went under the edge. Oh, this is live direct message. Like this segment now, are you? Okay, that was, a, that was a good start. Okay, what do you want to say? Live on the radio. Direct message it. Are you talking to me? Yeah, go for it. Oh, uh, it's just very traffic along Brom Street. Just a little traffic advisory. Great traffic report. That's what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Is it quite heavy, is it? Yeah, there's a crash along Brom and 
gas in street, I think. Oh, jeez. There you go, Ben. Mate, there's no left to be yeah. road stuff. It could be information-based. <laughs> so avoid it, it's, very, uh, it's a very good idea if you can avoid it right now. Hey, well, thank you very much. That's very good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably the best thing, the best bit of radio we've done right there. Okay. 0800 The Edge, the live direct message oh, line. we're done. We'll move on. No, continue <laughs> on. No, we keep done. doing it. The phones are full, mate. What do you want to say? Oh, God. Hello? Uh, how's it going? What do you want to say, buddy? What do I want to say? Mm. Hold up. Victoria's got something to say. Oh, okay, no. You're talking to the Edge. What are we talking about? Hi. Hi there. What do, you, what do you want to say, Victoria? What do I want to say? Um... I say hi to my friends. Oh, and yeah, my friend Sarah in Auckland, it's her birthday today. Wish you a very merry birthday. There we go. Lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely call. Oh, that's great. Okay. And we've got a Sarah on the phone right now. We'll take one more. One okay. more for the live direct message. What do you want to say, Sarah? Don't let me down, Sarah. What do you want to say? Absolutely. So um, I'd like to say, hey, hey, I love you guys, Pete, but I'd like to do a really awesome plug for the company I work for. So I work for an amazing company in Taranaki called Wood Group Training, and I'm a first aid instructor. So I'd like to put a challenge out to the Taranaki folks um, to upgrade your first aid certificates and come and see me at Wood Group. We run amazing courses. We can come and see you or you can come to our site. And all our covers cover all our courses cover all your workplace requirements. Okay. If you could just chuck an asshole at the end of that, it'd be quite funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Would you like an asshole? There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked well. Oh, the live direct message line. Let's we'll be back. never do that again. I must admit, the heart was racing. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't... oh, yeah, I didn't break eye contact with you, eh? I was just like, you be, oh, you be quick on those phones, bro. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.